Blog Talk Radio. Welcome all to another episode of the Married Men Don't Talk Talk Show brought to you by Household Stress. One quick announcement. We have the March Marriage Madness. March 22nd, Maggiano's Tyson's Corner. We've got the whole room booked out. Only thing you have to pay for is your food. Yes, sir. Um, and that's right, right, Rodney? Yes, sir, you're right. You're right on it. That's right. Right on it. We're going to have 40 marriage scenarios to go over, which is a beautiful thing. So please, if What's you have registered. What's the date on that? Hmm? What's the date on that? The 22nd, Saturday the 22nd at 5 p.m. Yeah, so if you don't have your tickets, uh, the the information is on Meetup, or you can go to householdstress.com and get all the information there. Uh, the rules for tonight, no profanity. It's not Bible study. We're going to agree to disagree and have some fun. Tonight's topic is spoiled and don't even know it. Compliments of Mr. Rodney Turner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes we have conversations, man, and we start talking about something, and then there's a something that'll come up, and they would be like, "Yo, that's a topic." Well, that's how we got this one. I'm sorry. What, what, what time was that on the 22nd, man? I'm sorry. Five o'clock. Five o'clock. All right. Five p.m. Yeah. So we're gonna pass the word. We're gonna get you know. Everybody up in it. The people that didn't get to the uh, to the last one that we did in October, definitely, hopefully, they can make this one. But anyway, spoiled and don't even know it. Tonight's topic, I'll go over it again. The first question that I want to ask is a pretty simple one, but maybe it's not that simple. What is the minimum responsibility in a marriage, the bare minimum? You get married, and what's the bare minimum thing that you have to do to stay in that marriage? Can have anybody sex. guess what it is? Have sex. <laughs> he <said> have sex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a major part of it. I mean, you know, we we laugh, but we we do that to not, you know, spread ourselves thin, right? Okay. Is it just one thing, or is it a couple of things? I mean, There's a couple of things, but that's primary. So, 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 basically, what you're saying is, people can be happy as if all they do in a marriage is just have sex. No, I didn't say they can be married. You said it wasn't one of the bare minimum. I mean, bare, bare minimum. It's got to be. It's got. I mean, I guess happiness has got to be the end result, or 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 you would get divorced. Um, I would say the bare minimum is be committed to each other and committed to the marriage. That's a good one. I would say just be financially responsible. Whatever else happens, happens, as long as you're taking care of the bills. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. So just take care of the bills. So show up, put the ring on. Had a little, nice little honeymoon. Come out, come back, and take care of the bills. That's the bit. Now, should a person be happy with just that? If you think about it, especially if they didn't have a person taking care of the bills before that point. 
You're saying should a person be just be happy with that? Yeah. Oh no, 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 because that's not a marriage. That's an understanding. It's like a that's an agreement. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. So then, so so then I guess that would up the minimum a little bit. So we would have to do pay the pay the bills, take care of the finances, and and add maybe something else like what Darren said, probably sex. Mm-hmm. Can we get by with just that? No, it, it, it's a whole list of stuff. It's a whole list of stuff. But if you want to say bare minimum, bare minimum, if if my wife say you know, or if my girlfriend at the time said uh. You know, I can't, I can't have sex. Well, the conversation's over. You know, if I got a problem and I and I can't do this, I can't. You know, I stop. We stop the conversation. Or let's say if a man don't have any children. Mm-hmm. If he don't have any children, and she said, well, you know, and that, that's been his thing to carry on his namesake, and he's the only boy in his family. And it's very important to him. Then guess what the the, the primary importance he is on his list. Having a child on his list is number one. So if we if you walked up on a, a female, and she got money, she got she got the charisma, she got the personality and attitude, but she say I can't have kids. That might be a that's a dream killer for him. So I don't know how far he can go or that person can go into that relationship or even a step up to going to marriage with knowing that this person cannot have kids. Gotcha. So it depends on the person, I believe, of what they're... I mean, if I, if you take a virgin all his life and then she says she can't have sex, he's going to like, wait a, wait a minute. I've been saving myself for the woman, the right one, and I can't do this with you either? Wow. Peace. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, so if I were to flip that question around, Right, and I would ask, what is the bare minimum that a wife has to do in a marriage? What would the answer be? Just the bare minimum. Submit. I'd say respect her husband. Okay. I'll say submit. Submit. Follow direction. Follow the order? Yes, follow the order. And everything will be right. Everything will be right. Anybody else? No, I agree with that. Submit, follow, with order, the procedure, protocol. You know? Protocol. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's good. That's a man's answer. I respect it. It's a, man, it's a, man's, it's a man's answer. It's a good one. But what would she say? If we ask the wife, what is a man's bare minimum that he has to bring to the marriage? She'd probably say, give me the, give me everything I want. <laughs> Just do everything that I ask you to do and we won't have no problems. Hmm. That's it? It's got to be more than that, man. They got to want more from us than that. They want a man that's going to provide stability for them and their future family or them and their current kids that they have in it. Okay. 
And it, it also depends on her needs. You know, if she needs for you to um, think like her. Mm-hmm. If she needs for you to obey her. That's, um, what I mean by that is some women are raised with single women being the mother and the father in the home. So the need for a man is not really a need. It's just an option or or, or a a plaything or a whenever I feel like you, I pick you up and I put you down. And then when they grow in a household like that, they take that into a marriage of what they think that's supposed to be a good marriage, and they expect for that house to operate or run just like their mother's house ran. Mm, mm. Now so you said something. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm just saying their requirements are pretty much the same as what they're used to. Gotcha. You know what's interesting about what you just said? Under Islamic law, I was taught that when I take this young lady from her father, my goal is to, or the least I'm required to do is to keep her on the level she was with, with her dad. I can accelerate her, but I can't drop her down. Wow. Wow. Mm. That's heavy. That's heavy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, if her dad is doing it, then you got to be doing it. Yeah. And, and you know what's funny? I mean, that should be across the board. True, true. That really should be across the board. Because, you know, you can't, you can't take this woman from this, this, this environment that she's comfortable in and make her uncomfortable or make her, you know, have less, which happens a lot. But Darren said something very interesting when he said, the woman doesn't need you, which we find a lot today. So if a woman doesn't need you, how does she get into a situation where now she's in a situation that she's married and then she wants to be spoiled by a guy? So we go back to the topic, spoiled and don't even know it, right? So then you have somebody that, that, that's kind of independent. She can do it with, with or without you, like Darren was saying. But now that she's in a marriage and we come in with our game, but how do we get this woman to, 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 to get past the independence and spoil us the way we need to be spoiled? Wait, Is it so even possible? We need to be ones that need to be spoiled. You saying? Well, I mean, I think it's going to be both, but I want to talk about, I want to talk about that just for a minute. Only because you said she doesn't need us, which in a lot of times is is correct. It's a want. It's not a need. Like they don't need to be married, but they want to be married. You know what I mean? If there was no good men, there's a lot of women out there that say I haven't found a good man, and they just making it happen on their own. So how do you take that woman to a situation, a marital situation, where she's like, okay, I appreciate this man, I'm going to spoil him now? Or is it even possible? I mean, it it is possible. I I think it's tough because, you know, like you said, she's used to, you know, living on her own, doing everything on her own and, and playing by her own rules. And then, you know, you come along and... There's a, a a need for you, but then uh, on the other token, you know, like you said, I mean, she's before you, she was doing just fine. So, 
I don't think it's impossible, but I think it's tough, um, you know, to make that transition. And a lot of, you know, quote-unquote uh, independent women, you know, do struggle, you know, with making that transition where they have to be dependent, you know, to some degree on their husband. Well, I'll tell you what, when I met my wife, she was a single mom doing it on her own, and um, she didn't quote-unquote need me. And it was it was difficult because she was so independent. Uh, she didn't want me to carry the groceries up the steps. Uh, so we had to go through a transition period where, you know, just simple things like doing that or, or opening the door or, you know, something like that. She's like, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I could do this. I, you know, I, I've been doing this for, you know, six, seven years on my own. I, I, I could do this. Um, so it was, a, it was definitely a transition for, you know, for her to, to allow me to do the things that I wanted to do. Mm. But, but I assure you she it? is enjoying the spoiling now. <laughs> but how long how long did it take her to make that transition, you know, where she let you, you know, in that example, she let you carry the groceries up? Well, she didn't have she really didn't have a choice cuz I wasn't going to allow her to do certain things. It was really hard for her to go out and not and not pay half of the meal. I mean just simple things. I mean, and I said, "Look, I'm not going out with a woman and and I don't pay the bill." I mean, that's just not going to happen. That was hard for her to grab. Probably took a, a year, year and a half before she realized that, you know, I mean, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't going to take no for an answer. So this was wow. during the courting stage, you know, when y'all were dating like it didn't, you know, once y'all got married, you know, all of, for the most part, the independent stuff was gone. Mm, no, because the independent stuff still comes up every now and then now. Mm-hmm. You know, this is 10 years down the line, almost 10 years, 10 years down the line. But, yeah, I mean, still things, you know, even, you know, even <laughs> if I want to do things for her, even tonight, you know, is, you know, she there's times she doesn't want to let me do certain things and there's things I need to do for her. Mm. 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 Now, now, go ahead. I was going to say, could it be that women don't need us, but they need a quality in us? And so, like the brother that I was just speaking, the chivalrous quality in you wasn't what she needed, but she needed something in you. So I don't think it's like, I don't need a man, but because I got a son, I need a man in my life to help raise him properly. So I need that father-like quality. Or because, I don't know, but you get what I'm saying? Well, I really think that the biggest thing was that, um, you know, her father wasn't present, really present in her life. Um, she'd been abused by, by men and, and different things like that. And she was like, you know, I'll, I'm going to do this. I don't have to have, you know, I, I can do it. I don't have to have somebody i got to depend on. And I think it's because she was hurt in the past. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. How was it? Your situation, I, I was just picking on you. I want to say your situation specifically. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you think that um, that they hold on, that they want to hold on to something, the independent women that kind of didn't always have a man to spoil them around? you think they want to hold on to something? That's why she kind of every now and then won't let you do what you want to do for her, Andrew? Oh, for sure. 
because in case we leave, she got to be able to go back to being this independent. <laughs> so what's hard for them to just totally 100% let that go? Do the past that said they was going to do what they would do. They was going to do something and didn't do it. Uh, previous, like, seeing a parent, mother go do the same thing. Unstable men in a mother life, so you produce unstable men in your life. You know, I think that's one thing. I won't say that's the primary thing, but that's one thing. I think yeah, I, think I, I would agree with that. I think that, you know, especially women that haven't had uh, a stable father and then, you know, especially been through bad relationships, I mean, it, it's it's always in the back of their mind, you know, hey, yeah, I may have to do this on my own. Yeah, and I think time, too, is not on her side because the longer a woman is, you know, doing her own thing, you know, uh, taking care of herself and her kids and her family and going to work, paying her own mortgage and car, you know, payment, light bill, all this good stuff, you know, the, the longer a woman does that, the more difficult it's going to be you know, for her to make that transition, as you speak about, Mr. Host. And, it's, again, it's not impossible, but it's, you know, the longer she does that, you know, time is not on, on her side, you know, the longer that she continues, you know, down that path. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So is there – now I'm just thinking, you know, I, I, I don't know why the word competition is coming to my head where maybe, you know, sometimes we we could be competing with a lifestyle that somebody else maybe have laid down that probably failed. Drop the ball, you know, dude. And let me just say, you know, it, it may be a guy that bought cars, got the nails done, bought pocketbooks, took them on nice trips. You know, so when we come and do those things, it really doesn't phase too much. We've been there, done that. Mm-hmm. You know, so are there things in marriage that you can probably do that will supersede those things of, that somebody else did. Hey, hey, Tony, can I can yeah. I uh, can I let yeah. you hear something real quick? And it's only going to take about five seconds. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. So I want to let you guys know that the ugliest, deadliest, and most destructive phrase is "independent black woman." Oh. Now. This is a six-minute video, and this girl is pretty much stating that, you know, this is a, a phrase that um, that so many women go by, who, and they live by, and that brainwashes them to think that they don't need from a man or a husband. Mm-hmm. and And it causes them to react in certain ways once they get into a marriage because they feel like if they release any power that they're, they're, the man is going to have control over them. So when a woman goes into a relationship with a guy and she's used to being independent, she's thinking that if I if I become submissive, then I'm going to be giving up my rights as a woman. And normally, you know, if they went through an abusive relationship, that's normally what they went through already. So they think it's supposed to be like that throughout. Or, like I said earlier, when they was raised like that, 
they automatically think that it should be a certain way because they're going to have to release some kind of control that they really don't have in the first place, and they think that they're going to have to give it up to this man, which causes them to be, you know, where we are in marriages today where the woman try to, you know, or some marriages, I ain't going to say all, but some marriages think, you know, I raised these kids already up to a certain point. Now I have this man trying to tell me that I've been doing a terrible job all this time. Well, that's how she receives it, but it's not the case. It's just a, well, you haven't had this twist on it because you're not a man, and you can't put this twist on it because you're not a man. But once we tell them that, they get so offended that, oh, you're trying to control me now. I've been doing, we were doing fine before you got here. We really didn't need you. And these are the things <laughs> that I hear all the time, you know, um, from couples and from women that is strong-minded. Mm. And, then, and then the man, he feels like, well, I have to spoil her, spoil her or give her everything that she wants so I won't hear that, that she don't need me. Because that's the worst thing you can say to a man, that I don't need you. That's all right. But you, you you said something interesting about how the man feels that he needs to spoil her, and to some degree, isn't he spoiling her by just showing up? Wow, <laughs> that's heavy. Uh, that's almost well, showing well, his Rodney. I agree with that. <laughs> Earlier, when the question was presented, <laughs> if a guy does trips and the guy does this and the guy does this. I mean, what do you do to compete with that? Yeah, if I marry you, that's a supersede all that. Mm-hmm. Well, for just showing up. For just showing up. Uh, I don't think. I don't think. I don't think that's. I don't think that's right. Oh, I disagree wow. with that. So, I mean, so, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I disagree with that because that's just like saying that. Um, if a woman start cooking and and she want she want kudos for cooking or if if you got a clean house and then she want to throw it in your face you know hey babe you know can I get a little something on the side don't you see this clean didn't I clean up this house already didn't I cook you dinner well I, ain't that part of your job you mean I can I can't throw up but didn't I cut the grass every time you asked to go buy a purse mm. There's certain things that I can't. I mean, she showed up at, you know, when it was time to eat, she showed up to cook. You know, when it was time to keep that house clean, she showed up then. But you can't say, you know, she can't credit that to herself because that was she, that's what she's supposed to do. Just like you can't credit for when you turn on that light, then you, didn't that light switch come on? When you hit that light switch, then them lights come on? No, you're supposed to do that. So You don't get kudos saying... for doing what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, I saw you saying we shouldn't acknowledge the fact that she is taking time to keep the house clean. Say that one more time. Like, okay, she's supposed to clean. She's supposed to cook. To that. So, but we're not supposed to acknowledge that as men. Thank you for cooking. You know, because she no, don't no, have I'm to. Not saying, I'm not saying she, we, not, we don't need to acknowledge it. I'm just saying... That don't be spec, don't be expecting. No, I mean, you know, I can give her a thank you and stuff like that, but that's her saying that. Hey, I showed up. If she say something like, "I showed up," I, I showed up when it was time to eat. I showed up when it was time to get this house clean. You don't get kudos for that. Just like I don't get kudos for cutting the grass. Okay. Okay. 
Okay. Okay. That's what okay. I'm supposed to do. I want to echo what my man just said, though. Why don't you get kudos for cutting the grass? Why can't she get kudos for cooking? Why can't she get kudos for cleaning the house just the way you like it? Or vice versa? I'm not saying she can't, but I'm just saying the expectancy of me doing backwards flips for you to do what you're supposed to do anyway. Don't 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 expect that. You know, I mean, if you're not giving me, if you're not giving me when I'm paying the bills, if you're not giving me, oh, thank you, baby, for paying these bills. I don't know what I can do. I mean, if if this when I turn this water on and if it was all cold, <laughs> then you would you would know about it. <laughs> so why don't I know about it when it's hot? <laughs> that, that's that's interesting you say that because when's the last time that any of your wives or your ladies or whatever came to you and said thank you, honey, for for working hard and and making sure the bills are paid? When's the last time? <laughs> when's the well, last I'm gonna tell you what, my wife tells me that on a regular basis. Wow, you should be in the room good. telling you that though, Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you air Andrew. You air Andrew. That's why you getting it. <laughs> you know, his feet don't touch the ground. I'm surprised he's sitting down right now. <laughs> He'll be away in another month, somewhere, Exuma, somewhere. Andrew sets the bar high for us, man. He does. He sets a high for us. But but it's all good. But, no, but I'm right, serious. My wife does. How little things she says thank you for, and I appreciate it. But she gets you it. Know. She she gets it, though. You see what and I'm saying? And makes me want to do more things for her. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And, and even when, you know... I mean, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not the, I'm not the neatest guy to live with, and you know, I see her do things, and I say, you know, thanks, thanks for cleaning up the kitchen like that. I do. I let her know that, you know, not every time she does something, but, you know, I let her know I appreciate her keeping, the, you know, the house clean. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's really about the little things, mm-hmm. and and in any marriage, you know, yeah, you take, we take each other for granted. You can't, you can't, you know. You can't live with somebody and, and, and not. I mean, it just does. But, you know, every now and then just take, take a step back. And just like you said, you know, I appreciate you making sure the bills are paid here. You know, if you're the one that's financially, you know, taking the, the brunt or whatever it is. And it doesn't have to be in Aruba. You know, it could be anything. Yeah, and I want to piggyback on, on something that Andrew just said. And, and maybe this is a monkey wrench. Um, maybe it's not. Um, but... I want to talk about the sister circle. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by the sister circle, fellas, is the ladies that are in your your wife's immediate circle of friends or family or whoever that are also wives. And those ladies in, in, the, in the quote unquote the sister circle, they have husbands who maybe they won't work. Maybe they don't help out around the house. Um, Maybe they don't help out with the kids. Uh, Some of them don't even come home like they're supposed to because they're too busy running the streets. So when it comes to the sister circle, 
you know, just piggybacking on, you know, what, what, what Andrew said is that does your wife know that she's spoiled because you come home, and I'm speaking to you guys because I, I talk to you guys. On, you come home, you work, you help out around the house, you know, you, you, you can do better just like I can do better, but for the most part, you're not running the streets. You know, we, we, we all know that. So, so in comparison to the husbands in the sister circle, you, you pretty much, you, you, you know, on a, on a basic level, you, you're covering all the bases. And the fact that, you know, Andrew's wife acknowledges, thank you, you know, for what you do. You know, because being around ladies who, and, and I don't know if y'all realize, you, you, maybe you do, maybe you don't, but the marriages around you are probably barely functioning. They're probably barely hanging on red. You know, some of them. I won't say all of them. But they're barely functioning, whereas your, you know, your relationship is thriving. And, you know, I mean, it is what it is. And does your wife, you know, on that degree, on that, as, as Andrew said, the little stuff, I, I guess it's little. And, and as Darren said, you know, just doing what you're supposed to do as a man and as a husband, as a father. You do that with no problem. You know, whereas the unfortunate fact is the ladies complain and gripe about, you know, um, their husbands who are right around your wife. So, I mean, the question is, you know, does your wife on, on that level there where she's kind of sitting there and she doesn't have, you know, she has complaints. I mean, we're none of us are perfect, but does she realize that, man, I don't have to worry about my husband not having, a, not keeping a job or, you know, he comes home on time and, you know, on that level, my my life is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Well, I, want say, I want to say one thing, Rodney. Um, I mean, <laughs> I didn't have I didn't have it difficult coming in behind where, where my wife's been. You know, because she had a her father. You know, was a rolling stone wherever he laid his hat was his home. You know, her, her ex husband beat on her, dragged her up and down the steps, and all kind of crazy stuff. <laughs> You know, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, for me to come behind that, I mean, it, it was, I mean, it was the bar wasn't really high. Mm-hmm. You know, now, um, you know, my daughters seeing the way that I've treat, you know, uh, have have treated, you know, their mom. They expect a whole lot more from the guys, you know you know, sniffing around dating them because they see a different situation. Um, like the guy said, uh, the Muslim guy said, you know, hey, you know, I got to provide at least where she was at. So for me to pro- provide at least where my wife was at was nothing. Yeah, I was raised that you open a door for a lady, and, and my wife didn't understand that. I mean, that's just basic. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hello? Rodney, Rodney you, oh. yeah, go ahead. you bring up something extremely interesting. And it's actually on my notes for tonight. Um, because a lot of times we hear, and I know we all do, everybody on this phone call here, if you have a wife and you hear the chatter, 
about such and such's husband not doing this or such and such husband doing that. And a lot of times it's negative. When I hear it, it's mostly negative. I don't really hear too many positive things. You know, and it makes me say, well, none of these things I'm doing. You know what I mean? These things that you're accusing or the the talk around the water cooler about so-and-so's husband, I'm not even doing that negative stuff. And you kind of want to, you kind of wonder if they get it. You know what I mean? If they understand what they have. Mm. You know, even if they say, man, I'm glad. I mean, just one time say, I'm glad you ain't like that, honey. Just one time. <laughs> just one time. Just one time, man. Just one time will do me a life a lifelong good, man. You know what I mean? But instead, you just keep hearing the the negative stuff, and you're like, you don't want to say, well, look at me, look what you have. Right. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because that's a little shallow. Yeah. Yeah. So being that better guy. Is that is that even in the category of just spoiling your wife by just doing right? Doing better than the next man? I, I think it's a fine line and it's difficult because, as Darren said earlier, you know, you, you're doing what you're supposed to do. So should you get, quote, unquote, credit or kudos for doing what you're supposed to do? Um, you know, us. I think that it goes back to complimenting, you know, your your wife's cooking. I mean, and that we can we're not gonna have a debate on whether she should be cooking or not, but the whole point is that we're appreciative of her cooking. And but that's you know, and you can you can say that that's what she's supposed to do. You know, I mean so you can argue that point but at the same time you can be appreciative at the same time and you know, it's a fine line, whereas we would be receptive to that level of appreciation on a basic level, whereas they're hesitant to give it to us. Because, again, they don't think like us. Because, you know, their their whole idea is, well, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Why Why should I reward that behavior you're doing? what you're supposed to do as a man, as a husband, as a father. Why Why should I compliment you on that? I don't understand. Now, can you imagine your wife saying that to you? That's kind of harsh. That is. I mean, if, if you know, I can just imagine if I said, well, you know, honey, I've been doing this, I've been doing that, and she said, well, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I should like compliments on that. You're supposed yeah. to pay the bills. You're supposed to keep the lights on. I mean, that, that ain't nothing. Yeah. That pissed but, me off. No doubt, no doubt. And now, is there a time where you don't have to do these things? No, I have to do them. But there might be a time where you don't have to do these things. Like when you're like, okay, you know, we're supposed to, you, you're supposed to meet me at a certain point, you know, and she, she's dropping the ball on her end. I, you I know, understand, you know, at the end of the day, we still got to do I it. I think are my responsibility, and, and it just is. And financially, responsibility is to make sure everything's taken care of. That doesn't mean she can't help. That doesn't mean she doesn't pull her weight. It just means then at, at the end of the day, I'm the one. I'm the one that's responsible for it. Mm-hmm. Just like you know, 
uh, protecting my family. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I'm the one responsible for it. But I know no man that would respond if, if the wife said, you know, anything, you know, thank you for going to work or, you know, thank you for helping with the laundry or whatever it is. I know no man that would not receive that well. However, on the flip side, you know, if you tell if you tell a woman, you know, thank you for cooking. Ah, you know, I I do that all the time. I mean, would, would, I don't know if she would receive it as well as we would because, you know, we we need our ego stroked and fed and all of that good stuff. So I mean, a compliment goes a long way with us, whereas we try to do the the, the reverse, and it's kind of like I do the laundry every week. So why you compliment me on that? <laughs> but it's still, I mean, we're we're still appreciative for you doing the laundry. Maybe it is every week, but just to, you know, I don't I don't know if they receive that compliment the same way as we do, even though it's basic day to day stuff. I think they do. I mean, now if you if you went behind them and, and you know and 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 made it like. Thank you for everything, and every time they did something, they'd be like, "Okay, you know, I get it, you know." But I mean, you know, every now and then you just take a second, you know. I really appreciate the way you keep this house. I appreciate you doing the laundry and keeping the place together and cooking. I really do. They would really appreciate that. Yeah. But if you if, if, if you walk behind her every minute, every time she did something, oh, thank you, really, oh, thank you, really, she'd be like, "All right, enough. You don't have to keep doing that." It wouldn't be genuine then. No, it wouldn't. Uh, I would prefer, for me personally, for my kids to come to me and say, "Daddy, thank you for making provisions. Daddy, for, thank you for paying these bills." Than my wife or my girlfriend. Really? Yeah, wow. because wow. I have to provide for my kids. I don't gotta provide for my wife. Well, I don't say it like that, but I gotta <laughs> provide for my kids by law. You know, my wife, my girlfriend, my female person. Yeah, we have a, you know what I'm saying? But these are my kids, and I'd much rather them appreciate me doing for them than my wife or girlfriend. Hmm. Well, unfortunately, so, so, they're not going to so, appreciate you doing for them until they grow up and get out of your house and see what it's really right. about. You waiting on that, you'll never get it. <laughs> <laughs> you can never do enough for them. Are you just sad about dreams? Finally, one day, I'll wake up 35 years old and look and go, wow. So you, said, so you said you don't have to provide for the wife, but you do have to provide for the kids. That's what you said? Well, that's what I said, but... Okay, but go, go go ahead and say it again. What you what, what do you mean? I can ask you that. What do you mean by that? Okay. I mean, because you got a girlfriend, you know, I can understand your point. Because they, they can be here today, going tomorrow, but when you got a wife, that's that's a whole different ballgame. So, right. speak to it from a husband and wife perspective. Then I gotta make provisions for a family. I gotta provide for my kids, yes, but I gotta provide for my wife. Now my kids need to come before my needs and my wife's needs. So when it comes to the kids, I think I will make more of a sacrifice. So, because so. they need stuff. My wife needs stuff but she knows enough to understand you can't have what you need right now. 
you have to sacrifice. Now, once the kids get grown and they all out the house, you know, that's a lot of money that's going to be free because I got six kids. Then well, you can have whatever you want. Okay, so, and and this is an order. I hope we get into this later on, so I don't want to drop this now, but you, you got to, uh, it's a priority in, in, in God's church. I mean, in, in God's house, if, you know, so I hope we get into that later on because it's very important because a lot of marriages go south because the wives put the kids before the husband's needs or vice versa. Right. You know, so you got it's just like it's like the guy just said, putting his kids' needs in front of his wife. That's a that's a that's a, a recipe for disaster. That doesn't yes, mean that you know the kids don't need things. But to, to have the thought that the kids are more important, you know, than 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 the spouse is, you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll meet people, especially you know, they have kids coming into a marriage, and they say, well, you know, nobody comes before my kids. That is just so off the mark. It doesn't. Right. It, you, you don't understand marriage, and you don't understand what God called you to be. Right. Uh, when right. you put your kids in front of your spouse, that will never work. Yeah. That, that that was the point I was making because a lot of us think that it's the kids first. You know, I had to check my son just today before I got to work because he disrespected my wife and didn't feel like he owed an apology after she tried to take him to work and he didn't say thank you or anything. And she was looking for like a thank you, but he turned around and was like, held out his hands and was like, what? You know, what are you looking for for me? You know, so then she got home and told me about it and I told him he should apologize to her and he was like well you know if I say I apologize it's going to be fake I said well cool you deal with that then so then it's time for him to go to work again today and he come and asks me well you know mom's mad at me so can you take me to work I said no you disrespected the other head in this house so if you disrespect one head you disrespected the other head so you need to go out there you need to go out there and get you a taxi cab and be a man that you thought you was when you was talking to my wife like you was crazy. So what he did, he called my wife on the phone and gave her an apology. Now, whether it was fake or not, I don't I don't know and I don't care, but it was just a gesture that you can't get around just not liking one parent and think you're going to go to the other one and, get, and think you're going to get something from that one because the other one, you're mad with the other one. It don't work that way. Most people would have said, you know, well, he didn't disrespect me, so I'm still gonna take this, my boy. No, I don't. I don't look at stepmother and stepdaughter and stepson and all that other stuff. You, our son, because we're taking care of you, and you will respect right. both of us. Mm. So, so, so basically, around Christmas time, the wife should have more presents under the tree than the kids. No, it should be an understanding between the wife that we're only going to spend so much. Or if you guys spending it together, then that's one thing. It, it, would just, it would just be an understanding. Well, we don't want to go over that much, or we're going to go and buy this for them and this for that. And sometimes me and my wife don't get anything from each other, and we're totally fine with that. That doesn't mean that the kids come first just because they got toys and she didn't. Mm. Mm. Wow. I mean, she should get throughout the year. I mean, I should. You should just bring her flowers, you know, on a Tuesday, just because it's Tuesday. You know, Valentine's Day is not a day; it's a weekend. You know, or stuff, stuff like that. 
mm. Sunday after church, take her over to, you know, we got to get on Andrew Cloud where he's taking your 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 wife, your wife to Jared's, and you know, hey, pick out any <laughs> ring, baby. You know? <laughs> You that's, after, that's after you either, touched down. Neither my wife nor myself got, got, we didn't get each other one thing for Valentine's Day. Not even a card. Where were you on Valentine's Day, by the way, Andrew? I just made a statement. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you know better than that. You know we know better than that, brother. You didn't have to do oh, I'm that. Not, I'm, I'm not kidding you. We did not get each other a gift, a card, or anything, and we were both absolutely fine. I because it, it's I just like you said, it's not a day. Yeah, but they don't have uh, Hallmark CVSs on the private beach. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so if you didn't get it beforehand, you wasn't getting nothing, man, you know, on a private beach, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, my point is, it wasn't a big deal. It's, it's, and, it's, and even when we're home, we hardly ever go out on Valentine's Day. Yeah. Right, right. Because it, it, if i got to wait till Valentine's Day, you know, it doesn't mean anything. I, you, you, here's... here's uh, love isn't about what I give you. It, it, it's 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 you know it's it's about what what I give you of myself, and and that's really what it's about. You know, um, my wife. We were in uh, we were in Aruba, and I rented a jeep. And y'all know my wife is short, five foot nothing. And this jeep was huge for her to climb into. I mean, she had to contort her body all kind of ways just to get up. And I was like, man, this is nice. I'd have buy one of these at home. And she had to twist all up. Well, um, by almost the end of the first week we were there, she twisted and hurt her back. And and uh, the whole time, the whole second week, she was kind of nursing a sore back um, where she had to go to the, the – to the, um, when we got home on uh, Monday, she went to her doctor and got some muscle relaxers. Well, um, today I called her, and it was her first day back at work, and my first day back at work, and I called her – when I got off work about 10 after 4, and I said, what time are you leaving? And she said, oh, you know, in a few minutes. She works downtown. Now, I'm just leaving work. She's just leaving work. But she has to walk about two blocks just to get to the bus, and her walking is tough. So I drove down there and picked her up so she didn't have to walk to the bus. And those are the little things that mean things. And we're driving back home, and she says, you know, you are a really good husband. And I said, because I picked you up? She said, no, because you thought enough to come down here. Not that you did it, just that you thought enough to come down here. And it's not the diamonds under the tree. It's not the, the trips to Aruba or Tahiti or any of that stuff. It's that we think to put our wives in front of us where, you know, y'all been out of work for time. You come back and you explain. The last thing I felt like doing was driving into D.C. traffic from here and picking her up. That's not what I wanted to do. Right. But if we put put their needs in front of ours, those little things is really what you know what it, what it's about. Just the little things. So so is it true that we can get enough joy out of giving in a marriage? I know I do. Yeah. And that'll do you good. Just giving, and you as long as you keep giving. And making her happy and making her spoiling her, that'll be just fine for you. It, well, you know, that, 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 that's deep. If you're giving to no. get, 
then you're not really you're not really giving. You're trying to get. No, it's I mean, very I... difficult to treat somebody with love and respect and not have it reciprocated. But if that's the reason you're doing it, then your motives are all wrong. I didn't do that for her to do something for me. No, no, I understand. I but understand. That was just my next is, question. Is that you know we we've got to have a different mindset, and you know. I think that's really where it comes down to, the mindset of, this is going to really sound crazy um, to some people, but I believe that it's my responsibility to serve my wife. And I believe no, it's my crazy. responsibility to honor my wife as, as, as God um, commanded me to do. And when, when he blessed me with her, my covenant was with him that I would honor her as unto him. And by me honoring her, that would be me showing him how much I appreciated the blessing he gave me. Mm. That was good. That was great. But that, that sounds real textbook to me. <laughs> I mean, maybe, I mean, maybe Mr. Host. You know, you need to restate your question because I think they missed it. I, they no, they might have missed it. I, I honestly, I don't think they missed it. I think that's their answer. I I believe that that's, no, that's Andrew's, Andrew's answer. answer. That's Andrew's answer. That's Andrew's <laughs> right. answer. Yeah, let's say that. That's Andrew's answer. That, that, yeah, that's yeah. answer. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is what I believe. I, I think that I think that you know it, I can give and give and continue to give if. She showed me appreciation every time I gave her. That'll that'll make me want to give more. And I think that's that's where we missed it at because you know I can I'm a I'm a giving person, but if you show me that you don't appreciate me, then that makes me not want to anymore. That makes me exactly. You know, I agree, okay. a thousand percent. But, you know, so I think that's what Andrew was saying. If he if you was if she. Since she shows appreciation like she does and say, you know, I thank you for thinking about coming to pick me up, then that's more important to him, and that drives him to serve her even more because I feel the same way. And that's not textbook. That's just how we, how I am and how men should be. If their wife is showing appreciation, now if I if I go out there and you say, can you bring me something to eat back home, or if 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 you haven't even asked me to bring you nothing to eat and I bring you some McDonald's home, and I come home and you complain, you wait a minute, you know I'm sitting up here hungry, and you this the only thing that you brought me, then that would be that's a different mindset that you're gonna bring me to, even though I'm a giving person. You complain about what I bought you, even though you didn't call me and ask you to, you to bring me, me me to bring you anything. And that's the same with your kids too. Just exactly. like you talked about your son. Okay, yeah. wait a minute. You you didn't appreciate me doing this, and you expect me to do more for you? Right. <laughs> right. So so, so I lost your that. mind up in here, up in here. Well, then that's a different answer. That's a different answer then. Yeah, that's that different. changes things a bit. Yeah. Yeah. So that means that. Go ahead, go ahead, Rodney. I, th- I think with your question, I mean, is I think that we're assuming that both parties are able to reciprocate. You know, we're not talking about where one party is incapacitated or, or in a hospital room or something, no. and 
can't, you know, we're talking about two able-bodied people. And, you know, to your question was, if one party just gives and gives and gives and gives and gives and gives, um, is that okay? I mean, are you fine with that? And there's no appreciation, or there's little to no appreciation, and there's little to no reciprocation. Would you be cool with that? I think that was where you were aiming at with that question. Or you get the, well, that's what you're supposed to do. That wouldn't work, yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. That's that what you're supposed work. to do. Oh, I, I mean, and that'll be your response. You know, you're doing your giving again. But, but, but the question was, can you get, can you get, uh, you know, pleased by just constantly giving in a marriage? You're doing your part. You know what I mean. And then when you go back to the other to try to get it, the favor returned, then. Someone said earlier, they say, well, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're like, wait Here's a minute. You know, that's the definition of a stupid woman. Mm. Okay, that's a woman that nobody has schooled and taught her how to be a wife. That's right. That's right. That's right. It'll be a long, cold day before he, before he does another thing for her. Mhm. Yeah, because then all she will receive it from that point on is sufficiency. Mhm. 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 What is the attitude? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I'm just saying the attitude. It it it, it means so much in the relationship. If in the attitude of a man given to a woman, or vice versa, if she's receiving it with a wonderful attitude. Then it never needs to be reciprocated. If she's receiving it well, that's gonna make you know that's gonna make things a whole lot better. If she's receiving it well, no matter what it is, if she's receiving it well, it doesn't matter if her attitude is well. It matters if her attitude is jacked up or not. But it doesn't matter if she don't have if she's not a giving person like you are. But if she if she steps on or go, you know go behind you and and and. Oh wow, that's beautiful to me in my face. But then behind your back, this fool had a nerve to give me, you know that that right there. That, that you know I won't. Uh, you you shut a person down when you do stuff like that. And, and in a lot of marriages or in a lot of relationships, that's the case because they saying they appreciate it in their face, but then behind their back they really don't appreciate it, and it's shown in their attitude towards you know when they try to you know when they bring something else up or they say, hey baby, can you not do this? Well, why should I do that? And you only bought me this. Well, wait a minute. You just said that 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 was a good thing. Now you now you lied to me. You know, it's a different mm. ball game. Mm. So just yeah, that's crazy. Are you all familiar with a term called the emotional bank account? Oh yeah. That's make the deposits. We'll be talking about deposits and yeah, give them, give them a summary, though, for those who haven't heard, brother. Well, it's like a it's like a real-life bank account where it deals with emotions and transactions between you and your spouse. So my friend who went to pick up his wife today so she wouldn't have to walk, mm-hmm. that was a big deposit. Mm-hmm. Now, that was a major deposit to your wife. So let's say next week you forget to take out the trash. Mm. Your wife will be like, let that slide. 
soon. Let that slide. We hope. We hope. We hope. We hope. Right. And you, you <laughs> I'm sure, speaking from the, what I hear of your character, you do this kind of stuff all the time. So you make a sufficient deposit so when something goes wrong, it's not such a big deal. Whereas if you ain't have a job or you was getting cars repoed or the house is in foreclosure, and then you ain't take out the trash. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, that's I wonder, really true. I wonder. So we got to fill that tank up. Right. We got to fill that tank up. And as long as you keep it full, you're good to go. That's right. And the, then the little things that we don't do, it's not that big a deal. And that's because the key thing that every woman needs, well, the key two things is, number one, to be loved, and number two, to feel loved. And those are the yeah. two things that we men need also. Yeah, but Andrew, you said, um, you know, we got to keep that tank full, but when when did you pick your wife up? Was it this week? Today. Sorry, it was today. And when did y'all get back from Aruba? Sunday. Right. So her tank was full. Her, her tank is probably full probably for the rest of February. Just from the truth. <laughs> well, that's not that has nothing to do with me doing that. It's just that that I knew I knew that that it's hard for her, you know, to walk, and she had about a three block walk from her job to the bus. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Your tank can never be too full. Right, that's what I was about to say. Because and, and going back to the topic, her tank was full on Sunday and probably will remain full for the rest of February just based on the trip. That's I'm just throwing it out there. But that brother yesterday, was it yesterday? Was it yesterday? Today. Or t- today. Oh, today. All right, so, yeah, today. So, you, it, and, and going back to the topic, spoiled, you know, is that you didn't have to do that. Because I mean, and, and, no, I could have, I could have, I could have driven home. She would have never thought for me to come down there. I worked all day. She wouldn't have thought about that. You know, come pick me up, drive, you know, an hour down here, pick me up, fight the traffic, and drive back home, so I don't have to walk three blocks. She wouldn't have thought that. Right. Mm. But you know, I mean, I could do it. You know, and it wasn't a big deal. But all I'm saying is that. The little things that we do are really more important, you know, than the big things. You know, we planned for this trip for Aruba for, you know, a year and a half. Yeah, it wasn't just me. And, and yeah, we had a great time, and we had a lot of friends down there and all that kind of thing. Um, but those little things are really what's important. Mm. Mm-hmm. So do we to do do we sometimes find ourselves trying to spoil our wives because of a deficiency that we may have? Wow, good question. Mm. And this is not on the tail end of anything that you just said, Andrew. This is just happens to be the next question. I was gonna say Glenn told you something. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just put that out. Yeah, he won't take out that trash, Andrew, at all. <laughs> Won't take out that trash, but he'll fly me to Aruba. So you know, it's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. <laughs> you know, for me, I'm going to tell you what, and here's here's really the really honest truth. I've been a knucklehead for so long, my whole life. I just want to do things the right way. 
Sure. I have screwed up so much. I mean, I told my ex-wife, she asked me, what would you do if I left you? I said, there are other fish in the sea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now imagine saying that one to your wife. Mm-hmm. Well, if she asked wife, dumb enough to ask me that question, stand by. There are other fish in the sea. I mean, my yeah. first wife, I'm going to tell you what, man. I mean, I had my girlfriends at the house, and she was in the, in, in the bedroom. So, I mean, all that crazy stuff. And, and you know, I just want to do things the right way. Because, I mean, I have been such an idiot my whole life doing crazy stuff. So, Andrew, let me ask so, you this. What would you say? Let me, let me ask you this. It sounds like you're saying that, you know, that, that it sounds like you're speaking Swahili or another language when you're trying to say something like, you know, I'm doing this because I owe because of all the foulness I did. That's what it sounds like in Swahili, you know. I messed up so much that I owe so many women, but the one that's going to get to pay for what I owe these other people is the woman I'm with. Mm. You know, that may have some truth to it. But I, I'm going to tell you what, it's, it's not so much that I'm paying her. It's so much that God gave me another chance. And I want to do the right thing, and I want to honor her the way I'm supposed to honor her. Right. Okay. Okay. And it is. I have dropped the ball. I mean, you know, I mean, you know, I was a pure defunct idiot for most of my life. Got I it. couldn't get two shakes. You walking the cold that's on you. Mm. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. Yeah. So, so, so the reasons that you do it now are are personal reasons, and I get that. Yeah. But, you know, I'm pretty sure if we took a, a poll, you know how they take those polls that none of us are ever in, um, <laughs> <laughs> of men doing it for other reasons, spoiling their wives for other reasons other than their past. I think we get some different answers. Yeah, cause, cause some of us don't feel like we didn't do nothing, so we ain't got to go that extra mile with this woman, cause we had never done no woman wrong. So, you know, it it won't it won't look like that relationship over there, or it won't look like that particular one, because we I went to a marriage marriage counseling thing from a church that uh not I don't want to say it on 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 the radio, but. Uh, the guy was saying that he want every guy to make a commitment to pump his wife's gas or fill her gas up with, fill his wife's car up, fill their wife's car up with gas so she won't ever have to. Well, when you find out why and you dig into his, why he would say that was because his wife, you know, somebody played that game when she's pumping gas and somebody go into the other side of the car and steal a purse and then they'll run and she would not know about it. Well, that's what happened to his wife. So then he tried to have everybody, every man to stand up, look at their wife and say, you will never have to pump gas again. And my wife looked at me and said, you know, um, are you going to say it? I said, no, because it's not his. You know, and it was the thing was, she had asked him to do it, and he had told her no, and then that happens to her. So now he feels guilty and tells everybody to say that 
Now, if my wife was to ask me to go put some gas in her car, I don't have a problem with that. But, you know, but his particular problem was she asked him, and he said, no, go pump your own gas. And then she did it, and that happens to her. Now he's trying to make everybody fall under the commitment that he made to his wife. And I said, baby, I I do stuff like that for you. When you ask me, I do it for you anyway. So don't sit up here and and look at him and ask me why I'm not doing what he got to do for his wife. You crazy. (laughs) It's funny you say that because a couple of things. Uh, I try to, I guess ever since um, gas started uh, going up, I've tried to because there's so many things that go on at the gas station, and I don't think our wives are too keen on their surroundings as, as well as they should be. Um, so I've, you know, for the most part, I try to uh, pump my wife wife's gas. Um, you know, I make a special trip just so she doesn't have to do it. Um, you know, when when I can, you know, and. And, I mean, she can pump gas. I mean, she don't have no problem with it. But I just, you know, just like you said, you know, with the with the things going on where they come in on the, the other side of your vehicle and take the purse out, you know, while you're pumping and all this other stuff. Um, but, you know, anyway, and the smell of the gas and all that stuff. So I, I, I've taken it upon myself to, you know, to do that for my wife. But also another thing is that um, no matter the season, um, I have to get, you know, my, my, my wife takes uh, my son to daycare in the morning. You know, that's her, her carpool buddy. And I was talking to a lady, and it was just kind of, it just kind of came up in conversation. But, you know, um, I think because it's cold now, but I get my son dressed um, and, and get him ready to go. And he's in the car, and, and the car is warmed up, backed out, you know, ready to go. So my wife is ready to go. You know, all she has to do is come outside. You know, she ain't got to start the car up. She ain't got to warm it up. She ain't got to put the, the baby's coat on and put him in the car seat and get his lunch. You know, I do all that stuff. And I just kind of mentioned it, you know, to the lady in passing. And she was just kind of like, what? Because, again, he doesn't ride with me in the morning. You know, it, I, I I really could just kind of hang out, you know, get a, a few more winks of sleep, you know, if I wanted to. But... You know, no, I get up with him, I get him dressed, I get him ready to go, and I put him in the car, I back the car out, I warm it up. So when she's ready to go, she just jump in and then go. And, you know, I kind of said it in passing, and the lady was like, you do all that? I was like, yeah. I mean, and, I mean, what's <laughs> what's the big deal? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it is what it is. But, what would your wife say? Hmm? Say again? No, I'll, I'll. What you just go ahead, go ahead and finish. Yeah, you know, I mean, she was just uh, surprised, you know, that I would do all that because again, he doesn't ride with me, so she could, you know, handle all that and and get him ready, and I just worry with my other kids. You know, Ronnie, I think that makes the point that you know each of us, you know, as men and heads of household, we have things that we think we, you know, we should and, and could do. And it's just different with each marriage. You know, the, what you think is, is not a big deal, that woman would think of, wow, wow, he does all that. You know, and, uh, I wouldn't think to get up and start my wife's car up, but, you know, that's, but that's what you see. And, you know, everybody's got their, what they feel is, is, is the things they want to do. 
So, so I want to dig. I just want to dig a little deeper here because I think we're trying to scratch the surface. But I want to break through this one. So, who who did you say that to, Rodney? Who did you tell? What lady did you say that to? Uh, oh, what you do? Uh, I think it was a coworker or something. Coworker. Now, now, and how did the conversation come up? really remember how I mean how we got on it because I, I don't know I mean I, I, I can't even remember it was a while ago but I do remember that part I do remember the part where she was like and why and you do that like every morning I was like yeah so I mean I, I honestly sorry brother I mean I don't know how we how we arrived at that point but I did you know remember that part of the conversation where she was kind of stupefied you know that I would do all that well well and the reason why I ask that question, now, if your wife outperformed you in those areas, just straight outperformed you where you felt, you know, that you had to step your game up because she was doing so much with the kids, do you think you would have made that statement to that lady? No. So I think that in some way there is something that you want to get out. You see what I'm saying? Just so that it's not coming out. There's something you want to say. And and I'm with you because I feel exactly what you're going to so There's something you want to There's a reason why you said that. Because maybe it's not being acknowledged properly. So you found <laughs> a way to get acknowledgement. <laughs> wow. I, wow. You slick, Mr. Host. Hey, okay, look, I just listen, man. That's all I do is listen. Psychoanalyzing tone. I just listen, man. You know what I mean? I hear the same thing y'all hear. I, I, I ain't want to say that, Tony. I was, I was right with you, Doc. I was right with you. But it's just not Rodney, though. It's just not him. He ain't alone right. he's just on, not on gonna, this one. He's just not going to come out and say that without some kind of reason to say that. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And you know, even I mean, there's just certain things. You know, you'd be like, yeah. I mean, you don't you don't have to say it, but you do have to say it because if it's not being properly addressed by the person that you want to address it, then we as men will find a way to get it addressed. That's right. That's what we do, mm. man. That's you got your car. You got your car, Rodney. <laughs> you got your car, bro. Mm. Because what's right, going mean, to happen right? is what, what's going to happen is. You know, that woman is going to acknowledge something that your wife didn't acknowledge, and then you're going to end up with a problem or a potential problem. Yeah. I mean, even though you're never going to go that route, but, you know, what's attractive to a, another woman is what she's not receiving from her man. It's always attractive. Yep. Mm. Even, even you even brought it up on this show because you still need that acknowledgement. Which is cool, you know. That that's cool. I don't blame you. Get it all, bro. But get it know. when you can get it. Yeah, even from us. Yeah. <laughs> get it when you can get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because because you know my wife gets up for me, and I'm asleep when she's gone. I don't get up and I mean, granted, she parks in the garage. And there's only but so much warming up you're gonna do to a car that's been warm all night. You know what I mean? But I'm not, you know. 
doing that. <laughs> so if you got up, so if you got up, you know, maybe you made. I don't know if your wife eats breakfast. You know, maybe if you got up, made breakfast, warmed the car up. What would your? How would your wife react to that? Would she be like, "What do you want? Like, what's probably what's wrong so. with you?" Yeah, probably so. <laughs> probably so. What's your agenda? <laughs> What did you do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so continue to be filed, and then she won't think nothing. <laughs> Oof. Wow. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so, so you get so, to sleep so, in. Yeah, mm. no doubt. <laughs> no doubt about it. But what's wrong? I mean, I don't, I don't understand what, you know, when, when, a, when a woman, I mean, all I have to do, to look better to my wife and get the acknowledgement that I want to be seeking, so what I'm seeking is I tell her to go hang out with some of her friends that I know that that's, that's not getting that. Say, so go hang out uh, with the sister circle. Yeah, go hang out with them girls over there, and, and then y'all just, you just listen to them talk for 10 minutes about their men, and then you'll be back here, you know, cooking breakfast and feeding it to me in bed. Cause you're gonna well, do you think that works, though? Huh? But do you think do you think that that really works? That they come back more appreciative? Man, for that moment they do, because when she hanging out with some girls at some ladies at church, and the women at church they start complaining, not complaining because they really don't want you to know their business, but when they when you start talking to them, and you if my wife hear what they go through just a little bit. She comes back at home and she tells me for that moment that she's like, you know what, I really appreciate you, but I don't, I don't get that until she comes from one of those circles. Gotcha. And it'd be out of the blue. It'd be like, you know, wow, you know, I heard some things today that I don't even realize that exist. You know, um, when she go out, like let's say she go out to her car, and her and my mom. For instance, my, her and my mom would, would go out. Matter of fact, when she went out with y'all to see that movie for Christmas, she stood by the by the passenger side waiting on my mom to open the door for her because she's used to not touching the, the door. Mm, now, wow. to another woman, it's like uh, my mom. My mom was like, "You know, you be, you better get your ass in this car. I'm not daring." She, now she, I mean, <laughs> it, it slipped her mind. But at the, at the same token, if two people are going out, it, it's usually me and her. She does not touch the door, and it's been like that. So if she's out with other people, then and she see that the woman getting in the car, that's when she noticed stuff like that. And but then, well, who also noticed her not touching the car is other women. So then they come to her and say, "Well, how did you get your man to open the door for you every time y'all go somewhere?" Hmm. He came like that. <laughs> right, that's autopilot right there. But then she noticed when she get those questions, that's when she comes and say, you know what, I appreciate you opening the door for me. You know, I know you don't have to, but I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. To make sure I, I get in the car more. first, you know. Yeah, I need to do more of that. I'm writing that down. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not pumping no gas. I don't care what you say. <laughs> only, only in the summertime. Only in the summertime. And that's funny, Rodney. You know what? You talk about independent. My wife still won't let me pump her gas. 
<laughs> he was behind me like, I gotta stop for gas. I was like, no, don't, you know, I'll just take it home. I'll pump. No, I can, I can do it. I can do it. No, I don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's heavy right there. That's heavy. <laughs> I got a monkey wrench, and I never have a monkey wrench. <laughs> but I You're got right. one tonight. <laughs> I haven't had a monkey wrench in a while, but I definitely got one tonight. Can you spoil, do you spoil your spouse by being faithful to them? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it depends. If all her girlfriends men cheat, then yeah. Oh, man, this guy. <laughs> but I, think, I mean, I'm talking emotionally, physically, all that, cheating. Emotionally, cheating. You know that 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 work husband that ain't hitting it, but you know all up in her head, and then the physical part. Can we spoil them, or can can you spoil your spouse by being faithful? So that's not an obligation in in this question. In this day and age, it's not. No. Yeah, and I think it goes back to you know what I said earlier is that. You know, it's a fine line. Um, I mean, that's you, you're supposed to be a faithful husband, right. and I, w- I would probably say that I, uh, I kind of, and this is just me talking. You know, I kind of take the the faithful part uh, separate. You know, is that I don't look for my wife to compliment me for being faithful the same way I might look to, to you know, to to my wife to compliment me for warming her car or mm. going to work. You know, I, I kind of take the, the fidelity part as a separate, uh, I, guess I take that as a separate uh, issue um, than the, the menial day-to-day stuff or the stuff that, that I do that could would be nice to get a, a, a complimentary word every now and then. So, I mean, that's just me, you know. Again, I'm not looking for my wife to say, Rodney, thank you for being a faithful husband to me. I mean, I will receive it. I'll be like, okay, cool, thanks. You know, but I'm not looking for that from her. So what acknowledgement are you looking for? Like, okay, thank you for pumping gas in my car? Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, the menial stuff, like I said, I mean, that that little stuff. But the faithful part, the fact that I'm a faithful husband, um, I'm not, I mean, again, that's just me talking. I, I kind of separate that. Yeah, yeah, so you're saying it like it's a given. You're saying it like it's a God-given right to not be cheated on. Right. You yeah, know what I mean? mean like, nah, that, that, that ain't supposed to happen, so, you know, that, that's, that's right. like cooking. You're supposed to cook. We hungry, you supposed to cook. That's right. <laughs> you know what I mean? When you walk out of this house, you're not supposed to talk to another man. You're not supposed to cheat on me. You're not supposed that's right. to. I don't understand. I mean, well, that, that's that's an automatic. If, if you ask to be in the covenant with somebody, covenant means covenant, period. So it's not a privilege to follow the rules of being in the covenant with somebody. That's a, I beg auto, that's a automatic. I beg to differ. So oh, you bet Wait, so wait a minute, wait, wait. So you saying if you enter a covenant with somebody or a promise to 
be married to someone, and that's going to be your wife mm-hmm. or your, you know, it, you mean to tell me that there are no rules with that? The rule of number one rule is being faithful to that sure. covenant? Sure. Yeah. But we both know that that's not the way it goes down all the time. What's the number one problem? What's the number one reaction to problems in marriage? Adultery. Peter. The number yeah. one. Yeah. So it's not guaranteed. Just because it's, just because just because everybody's jumping off the mountain, that doesn't mean it's right to jump off the mountain. Just because we're not saying it's right. We're not saying it's right. But for somebody to 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 be faithful to you, with all your flaws and all the stuff that you go through, is to be co- commended. I think. Might really? just be me. Yeah, that's so. just you. And that, 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 that's just that's just you. I believe that's you because no, I. I because whatever flaws that you've accepted before you tied that knot, you saying that I'm going to be faithful to that regardless sure. of your fault for your flaws. So, so if you want to make a promise to that, then you got to stick to it because you made a promise to that. You can't you can't recall all that stuff and say, well, you know, even though you told me you had five kids before we got married, guess what? It's a problem now. Now that we're married, it's a problem. So that's gonna distress is causing me to go out there and want me another woman without kids. No, no, I'm right. Married. I agree with that. Which one you agree with? I agree with what he just said. Everything okay. else is different. That's mandatory. Okay. Yeah, you 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 married that woman with those flaws. She married you with your flaws. Sure. And y'all marry, and, and now if there's some any new stuff come up, then you can probably pull that one out the cabinet. New, but new stuff comes up though. For you to say that, it's kind of unrealistic. New stuff comes up all the time. New stuff that Everybody. was always there that wasn't that wasn't exposed in the dating stage okay, comes give, up all the time. Give me some examples. Give me some examples so I can I can feel what you're talking. About. She what do you mean? Five kids, but she really got six. She don't really like having sex every week. She just did that because she knows you liked it. Every week, every week. There's some guys Andrew, who don't get it Andrew, every week. Andrew, we ain't in your league. You probably get it every day because of all the Ruba trips. So, <laughs> <laughs> you see you what know. I'm saying? Right. She waits for him to get off the phone. She really don't like. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> she really don't like your family. She just hung out with your family because that's what you liked in the beginning. But how is that going to cause you to say I'm I'm out here I'm finna go out here and get get some get some side. The first one side. I gave the first one I gave you is ample reason why people do it because they're not getting enough at home. Of course. Yeah. Yeah, and I I think to 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 help him, Mr. Host, I think you have to put some color around you know why you asked that question because you know like me like I said for me like I I've never cheated. You know, I've been with my wife for 19 years, but even the chicks I was with before her, I didn't cheat on them. I mean, that's just, I don't cheat. I haven't cheated. So that's why I say, you know, for me, the faithful part, the fidelity part, eh, you know, I'm not looking for any kudos for that. But back to your question, you know, your original question, you know, should we get, uh, you know, some, some accolades for being a faithful husband? No, 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 no. Is it? Are you spoiling your spouse by being faithful? That's the question. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
So what responsibility what responsibility do you have as a Christian man or as a husband? What is a responsibility no matter what changes? See, I see that as a responsibility. No matter what changes, this is the responsibility of my obligation. I have a responsibility to my obligation to not cheat. Or I have a responsibility to my obligation to be the man in this house and cut the grass or pay the bills. That's a that's a sure. responsibility to the sure. obligation. Textbook. You have a responsibility, no matter if she's giving you sex or not, you still have a responsibility and an obligation to... You can't say, well, since you ain't giving me no sex, I ain't paying these bills. Bump that. You can't You can't do that. <laughs> but, 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 but listen, you're talking like it don't happen. You can't. You're talking right. like these things don't happen. And they right. do. And they do. You got to be Every realistic, day. brother. Every, Every day. day. Brothers, and the matter, like, that's, that's where the, the problem starts to happen. You didn't do this for me, so I'm not going to do that for you. And then it starts to escalate. That's right. Right. You ain't validate me, and Tracy on the job is validating me. Not only mm. is she going to validate me, but she ain't wearing no panties to work yesterday. <laughs> wow. You're wow. talking about Tracy. I'm talking about Tracy. <laughs> you know Tracy, big booty Tracy, huh? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Wow. And I got to hold it. I got to hold it together. I got Because Tracy coming at me hard, I got to hold it together. Because I'm, I'm married. With all this drama, I got to come home and hear this drama. Sometimes I got to sit in the car. Sometimes I got to drive around the block before I go in. You know, I mean, that's how men, that's stuff that men have to deal with, the nagging and all that stuff. You know, well, and then you what, really needs, what really needs, you know, us astray is the appreciation. When we don't feel appreciated and then some women starts to show us appreciation and interest, that's, that's, I mean, that's where really, you know, the problem starts. I mean, it's not yeah, so much that you don't get enough sex. It's the fact that you don't feel appreciated for the things you do. Yep. The validation piece. Yep. But even if, even if, I, I guess I'm stuck somewhere else. Yeah, I'm, I'm stuck. you definitely somewhere. stuck. you stuck. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to, have you ever really, you know, I'm just going to ask this question. Have you ever cheated on anyone? No, no. Okay, well, then not, not, now I get it. No, because, just because hung if, in there if I feel like if I if I feel like that I gotta cheat on you, then I don't want you. Period. I'm not gonna play no games, even with a wife. I'm not gonna play no games and pretend that I want to be in this marriage. Because if I say if I cheat on you, that means I don't want to be with you. It ain't because I got drunk. It's because I meant to get drunk and I meant to cheat. <laughs> you know, it wasn't an accident. Yeah, but That's do you why, know that a that people a lot of times people cheat so they can get caught. Why People waste cheat? everybody's time? Just say I no. don't want you no more. No, I mean it's like it's like sometimes it's a a a, a, a scream for help. It's it's a scream for attention. Mm. Stop! Uh, stop avoiding me! Stop acting like I don't exist! Stop giving me! Stop! You know, not giving me what I want from you. So now you go out and you do it, and then you're careless. You know what I'm saying? It's like a prisoner that got released into society and he's been locked up forever and he's doing stuff just to go back in doing stupid crimes and he know he's going to get busted just to go back in 
Well, people sometimes cheat the same way. Hopefully she'll know if somebody else wants me. That'll make her appreciate me or vice versa. Women well, do it all the time. Well, those, those rules that, that are laid down beforehand, such as, you know, look, because I know I laid my rules down beforehand. I was like, if you if you ever, and I told my ex-wife that, my ex-wife that, and then she came out and flat out when it was when it was over with, she came out and told me, I do not want you no more. And I, I re, in a in a weird sort of way, I respected her for that because she did what I asked her to do. Ten years later, she said, I don't want you anymore, so I'm in love with somebody else. I am so glad she told me that before she cheated on me. She said that before she cheated, or she said that after she got caught for cheating? No, no, no. She said that. After I confronted her with talking to another dude, but she hadn't slept with him or nothing like that. So she, she had the emotional. No. Yeah, she had the emotion thing. Well, yeah, the emotion thing was tied. Yeah, that's cheap. So that's cheap. That okay, well, okay. Well, yeah, maybe, okay. I, maybe I just didn't clarify. I told her, before you sleep with another guy, just tell me I respect you more if you just tell me you don't want me no more. We can just move on from there. And she she, she did hold up to the end of, that end of her bargain. And I, and I was I was thankful. Oddly enough, I was like, well, you didn't cheat. I appreciate it. I shook her hand and I rolled, I rolled out. How, how do you know she didn't cheat? Because he was in jail. Wow. Oh. That's, that's, that's another um. That's another That's another topic. <laughs> that's another show. That's another show. another show right there, brother. We got it. That's another show. That's another show. We got it. Yeah. Yeah. So so anyway, that's 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 your story. And I get that and I understand. And you know, more of us should be like you. But the the facts are that people in this society right now want everything now. So right now society. You know what I mean? It's just like going to I I'll give you an example. I went to the bowling alley with my wife. Um, I think it was Saturday afternoon. Lady told lady told me, you got to wait an hour. Wait an hour? I ain't waiting no hour. Wait an hour to bowl? Yeah, you got to wait an hour, right? Okay. And then and then you only had an hour left because it was only two hours to bowl. So you had to wait an hour, and then you can only bowl for one hour. So I was like, no, nah, I'm not waiting an hour. So then you get in your car and then you drive to another, and it may take you 20, 30 minutes to get to another bowl now. And then you may have to wait. But So you still end up waiting an hour. But the thing is, we want it now. I don't want to wait. You know what I mean? That's like going to the gas station and there's a line. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't need the gas that bad. Instead of waiting in, in line. Just like the Internet, all these things, we go on these sites, we want the stuff now. Mm. And I think it's the same thing with relationships. I don't have time to wait for you to go through whatever drama you're going through. Woman drama you're going through. I ain't got time. Mr. I need, Host, I need mine. What? I, I just got to stop you there because you, you, you just said something about this, this right now society. And I want to ask you a question, Mr. Host, and, and don't laugh. This, this is a, a, a real serious question. How much do you charge to to come on this program here, the Married Men Don't Talk Show? Zero. How much is it? Zero. Now, 
just for the listeners out there, so you don't send any PayPal invoices at the conclusion of each show. You don't send out any uh, requests for payment. It's nothing. It's, it's, it's nothing, right? Absolutely free. So, absolutely free. So you just talked about how we're in the right now society, and there are married men out there who have legitimate problems in their marriage today, tonight, Mm -hmm. 1102, February 18th. And you just said that this show is absolutely free where I can, um, I'll go out on a limb and say, we're we're guaranteed to help you in your marital situation, whoever that married man is, married man is all across the world. Uh, I think it's safe to say that. So with that said, you know, we have uh, fellas in our circle. Um, they're the, the husbands of the wives, you know, uh, in, in the sister circle. Mm-hmm. And some of them get the text message, but probably all of them, 100% of them, are aware of what we do on Tuesday night for the last six years. Sure. And my question is, are these guys spoiled and don't even know it? Wow. To have an outlet, to have a forum on a weekly basis, not a monthly basis, not semi-annual, but to have a forum that will address in a, in a no-judgment, a safe environment, text message. You can get a text message, just a friendly reminder, because it's dialed into to our schedules, but it may not be dialed into yours. So are the married men that don't dial in, that give us the, uh, I'm good, bro. Y'all, y'all go ahead and do that, whatever y'all do on Tuesdays. Um, uh, it's, it's a basketball game I'm going to watch, you know. Mm. But are, are they spoiled and don't even know it? The guys that don't participate, wow. that don't dial in, that don't check out the married men don't talk show ever mm. well get a text man you know lebron i think is on. i think it's more so i think it's more so they're taking it for granted that it's always going to be here just like they do their wives you know? mm. my goodness wow <laughs> my wow. goodness brother you just said a mouthful <laughs> you just said a mouthful <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So that, 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 that's the society that we're talking about that, you know, oh, you always you always send me that text message. You always, you know, go with the wife. You always cook. You always there. You're never going to leave me. I mean, you know, I done cheated on you ten times, and you're still here. You know, you'll cry, and then, you'll, then I'll make up, and i give you some flowers, and then you're okay. You know, okay, Rodney, you send me the text message. I get it every week, and, you know, and I, and I talk to you for a few minutes if you – if I – Try to dodge you in the store, and you see, I see you, and I'm just praying that you don't bring the married men don't talk show up to me because <laughs> I get your text messages, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, well, you know, but let me let me add something to what you just said about the text message. You know, I probably send and text messages, guys. I mean, today um, you can get plans with unlimited text messages, so I mean, it's it's not a problem for me. As uh, I pay my bill, it is what it is. I have a flat fee. So I could send 5,000 text messages. It don't even matter. So, 
But here's the interesting thing. Probably about uh, maybe once a month now, here lately, I get messages to stop sending me these text messages. I'm not going to wow. die. I mean, it, it, you know, I'm, it, and, the, and the, the the message is simply stop. And I, and I do. You know, I, I respect people. It's fine. It's not a big deal. I'll take you off next week. You won't get another. You'll never get a text message ever again until you, sure, sure. you know, uh, request it. So, but I get requests to remove. And that, that it's not costing you nothing. It's probably not costing you nothing to ignore my text message. It might. Yeah, yeah. It might. but if you go out on the limb and text a... back and say, leave me alone, man. Well, yeah, pretty hold much. On. Hold on, hold on. It yes, depends sir. because, like, I, there, the, the sister that was at the function the other day, she uh-huh. will text message you, group message you to death. And sometimes it could be overwhelming. Now, you, you send out one message every two weeks. That's not every too week. bad. Well, yeah, just okay, once, a once a week. One message a week. We don't send no, you know, no other messages. Yes, sir. Right. One message a week That's just not for the too show. Bad. But when you got people doing it constantly, she'll send out five, six a week. Yes, yeah, that's too much, but that's, you know, that's apples to oranges. Well, we, I'm talking about no, 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 these no. guys as an outlet. On, on top of all of that, I got to deal with this one, too. Oh, okay, I got you. I, got I see you. what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, if I just got that one a week, I wouldn't even care. I'd just ignore it. Yeah. And I'm kind of offended because I don't get a text message every week. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will get one uh, starting next week, sir. You will get one starting next week. I already got you. I already got your number, so don't even worry about it. You will. Well, one thing and about look it. at this. Look at look at this. We're, I'm going to replace your his number with yours. There you go. Right. So that just show you how God works, but, you know. I had a, my wife and I, my, my pastors and, and, and his wife, they've been asking us, when are you guys going to start back up the marriage ministry? Because we kind of slowed down because of, you know, the condition my wife been going through and everything. So he said, we really, 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 really need one in February. So can you all do it on, you know, this past weekend, which was, what, 15th, 14th or something yeah. like that, the day after Valentine's? Yeah. The 15th. So I was like, all right, you know, I'm going to do it because you asked me to. How about we get there and the only people there is me and my wife and him? <laughs> so this is after several months. Now, these same people that don't show up to the marriage ministry are the same people that privately text me or private message me in my Facebook saying, can you answer this question uh, for my husband's problem. And then once they get their answer, it's like, just like the same thing with this show. You know, I'll check it out in the archives if I run up on the problem. You know, I'll go, I, I, and then that's that's what they tell you. They don't even go check it out in the archives. They just tell you that just to get you off their back. <laughs> right. <laughs> So imagine how I felt when I walked up in the church that that we've been screaming this marriage ministry on Saturday, you know, one month from now, three weeks from now, two weeks from now, one one week from now, and then we show up and it's just us. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but then I get home, I got five messages in my inbox. 
from these people that should have been there asking me to answer their question according to the word of God. It's, it's a public-private issue. I'd rather deal with this in private than come and talk about it in front of other people. Sure. Yeah, and I and I get that, um, but as my brother Andrew said, is that Andrew's testimony helps so many people. So many people. And, and probably the brother is probably not even aware of the lives he's touched all over the world just with the, the testimonies that he shares, real stuff. Real stuff. But my issue is that I'm thankful for Andrew because Andrew could Andrew just got back from Aruba, just picked his wife up uh, today from the you know so she wouldn't have to walk. All of that great stuff. Andrew could keep all of that stuff to himself and not even mm-hmm. fool with us or or to to share his testimony and be like, you know what, guys. I'm good right now. You know, I got my line walking straight. You know, I had a a, a a crooked path early, but I'm good. But it's the guy, it's the guys that don't look back that 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 bother me. It's like you, you gotta you, your story can help the next brother, but you're gonna keep it to yourself. You you're gonna hey, you're gonna not you guys, share it because go ahead go ahead. You guys keep me walking straight. Because see, I know what lives inside of me, and it wouldn't take it wouldn't take a whole lot for me to fall back to where I was. It scares me to death. So, so me, you know, to be responsible to other men, that's where that's where it's at, man. I mean, if I leave myself to my own devices, I'm down in the pit. Unlike. Unlike some of y'all that have never cheated on a woman in their life, I've never had a relationship that I didn't cheat until I got saved and got married. Say that. And see, I know that guy's still inside me, and that scares me to death. I don't want to be back in that place. You know, um, I, I I had to answer a question this week, and um, and 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 that was one of the fears of the people, and uh, but the one thing that I've seen, and I and I hope this is time for this, but the one thing I see uh, seen in the Bible was after David got Bathsheba's husband killed, and after he got his served his punishment. He later said that I have done no wrong. Paul killed Christians for a living, but then after he turned from that way and started following the other ways of Christ, he then stated the same thing, I have done no wrong. So, Andrew, you know, you are with your wife, and, you know, you come to this show to bless so many people because you've been down the road where you have done people wrong. But you have done no wrong, so you shouldn't allow your past to keep you prisoner or prisoner to to think that you're going to turn to that person again, because you're not going to do that. Even if you don't show up here, you ain't going to do that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> keep showing up, Andrew. See, see, <laughs> I'm a. I'm a... 
<laughs> I'm going to speak for Andrew because I know exactly what he's saying. Mm. And I'm, I'm, you know, when it, I'm, I'm just like him. I have never this the first relationship I've ever been faithful in, and that's a long lot of relationships. You know what I mean? So if I'm faithful to anybody at this point, um, you, you it, it, it's a blessing for you. <laughs> because my, 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 goal, my goal was always to step out. When things ain't go my way, because I come from that. Well, if you ain't somebody else gonna do it, I can't. I come from that school. The other fish in the sea. There's other fish in the sea. If you ain't gonna do what you say you're gonna do, somebody else gonna do it. You know, and it's hard. It's hard walking a different path if that's the only path you've ever walked your entire life. And that's why I ask the question: If you are faithful, you and there are a lot of women out there that are the same way. They'll give a guy a couple times to get it right, and they don't get it right. They're on to the next guy. And 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 Tony, see, because you know that about yourself, you know what you're capable of, and you know that within yourself, you don't have that kind of strength. No. Well, you know I, I, I don't have it. I don't either. I mean, some guys, you know, that they, they've never been in that situation. I understand that. Don't they don't understand that? I mean, you know, I I've learned what my weaknesses are. And I know that I've got to protect myself from me and, and literally, you know, being part of, of, of this, this group helps me because, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just what it is. I know, and, you know, it may, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know anybody on this phone ever been broke, but I've been so broke I couldn't pay attention, you know. And, <laughs> You know what I mean? And, and you know, to some people, you know, a, a trip to Aruba is motivating. You know, Cadillacs and BMWs are motivating. Traveling around the world is a motivation. What motivates me is being broke, okay? And it's the bear that chases me that makes me run harder than running toward a trip to Tahiti. Yeah. Now, that's just me because I've been there and I don't want to be broke. And and I've been in that place that that I know it wouldn't take it wouldn't take much for me to fall off the wagon. It's it, it's almost like an alcoholic, mm-hmm. and I know I got to keep straight because if not, I could be back there because I know what lives inside of me. Well, you know, so, by being go ahead. Well, what I was getting ready to say is that he makes a great point, and I think that we all have a fear. We all have a recurring nightmare of something that we don't want to ever happen again or something that didn't happen that we don't want to happen. And I think that's how you have to look at this whole thing that we are talking about with being faithful. You know, because if you cheated and you were good at it and you had success with it and you got great stories from doing it and now you're not doing it, it's a very difficult thing to do is to not do that thing that you once enjoyed to do. So I think all of us, we have to find within ourselves what is that thing that wakes us up in the middle of the night that we don't want to do. And that's how me and Andrew feel. See, now, if I tell my wife that, she'd be like, oh, so what, do you want a cookie? I mean, was that a big deal? To me, it's a big deal, but to her, it's not a big deal. 
And to my wife, it's not a big deal either. I mean, it doesn't, because it doesn't even cross her mind. But to me, it's a big deal. So, so let me ask you a question. By not cheating, you're describing it to be so hard that it's a, it's it's so much of an an addiction to cheat that not cheating is a job. It's not. It's not. It's not that it's so hard. It's not that it's an addiction. Pornography is an addiction. Cheating is not an addiction. It's an alternative. It's an answer to a. It's a quick fix for a problem. So how does how does how does how does cheating fix the problem? Does it does it? I mean, you still got like like I used to tell somebody who used to smoke a lot. I say, you know, he say he smoked because it got rid of all of his problems and help him not think about his problems. I say, well, once you come down from your high, you still got your problem. So how does that fix anything? So you're saying the same thing he said, which was, you know, it's a quick fix to a problem. Okay, how do you fix the problem? I don't understand. That, that's what I, I, I no. It's getting cloudy. Because <laughs> I understand because you haven't put yourself in that scenario that I just gave you. Right, right. So there's got to be something that is that significant to Darren that wakes you up in the middle of the night. Something that you have a problem with. Something that you oh oh being broke, with. being being broke like Andrew said. Or being you know, broke. Um, I'm killing my kids. You know that that's that's another one. Uh, and 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 I'm saying that killing my kids is as far as a as a um, what's stacked against me is, you know, he coming up on 18 and all. I mean, he coming up on graduating high school, and I said all his life that he's going to leave. And being broke is it, it's it's. Uh, I lost my job because my son has some pornography stuff on his uh, on his iPod that was that my job saw through the IP address. Um, and he and you know so that lost my job and that put the whole family in jeopardy. So sure. I was living off of savings for three months, and but but the whole family was living off of savings for three months, and uh, and it was kind of scary. And that was I see I see what Andrew talking about about the being broke thing, and I do everything I can to stay out of that 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 ring, but as far as you know and and putting my kid out, I got a lot of pressures from the family is like you can't do this because they haven't done it. You can't put what is he going to do and it's going to be your fault if he ends up or she ends up in jail or on the streets or this place or that place. No, if I provide you all the, with all the equipment, then it's no way I should give you a gun, a knife and a flint and you know some matches and and show you how to use it. If I catch you in the woods 2 years later, you should be fat. You should be good to go because you know how to use the equipment and you know how to survive. So sure. don't sit up here and tell me that I'm throwing him out there with nothing. You know, I, I, I gave him a million-dollar plan in his head. I showed him how to trade money where he makes $2,000 a day. Now, if he don't use that, then that's up to him. It's not because I didn't show him. Mm-hmm. But it's still the pressure of what are you going to do when he graduates. When I've said so many times, and he gets people to talk to, you need to talk to Daddy because he's still trying to kick me out when I graduate. You don't skip it. You're getting out of here because you can't be a man up under my clothes. Yeah, but that's that's that's, and maybe I said it wrong because that 
that is probably something that you deal with. But something that was an alternative to dealing with problems. Let's flip it that way. Let's just say that you dealt you you dealt with your problems with anger before. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to control your anger now. Right. Right, you're trying to be a better person, you're trying not to flip flip off the handle when things right. don't go your way. Okay? Okay. That's a better analogy to um going to another person outside your marriage when things don't go right in your marriage. I would say. But what what problem does it resolve when you cuz you you said you stated earlier you said that it it it's a quick fix to a problem. Sure. Which, so what sometimes and you know we had a brother on here 2 weeks ago that said that he married his mistress. So sometimes it, it, it it's a quick fix that becomes permanent. <laughs> so he married. He was cheating on his wife with a woman, and then he married. He left his wife and went to the woman. Yeah, that that happens all the time too. Just so you know. <laughs> all the time. Yeah, those those <laughs> really work out well. You know, yeah, but, but I think you know, the problem again, is they, solved. You know, to the question. I mean, the problem is solved is that dude may need a nut. Thank you. Maybe that's simple. You know, well, here's the deal, um, and, and here's the real. And, and when you when you when you're doing things, you're not thinking about it just solving a problem. I mean, you got to right. be real, man. I mean, yeah. you're not saying, okay, I got this problem with my wife, so I'm gonna go out and cheat and solve the problem. It's not even. It, I mean, that's not even. That's not even close to the thought process. It's not even reality. You yeah, know, you, I can get away you know, with it. You, you have. Here's, here's with me, and this is what I found. I can only speak for with me, okay? And this was in retrospect and looking back. And my biggest issue in retrospect looking back was I had an empty spot inside my heart that I was trying to fill that empty spot. Now, I didn't understand that at the time. I didn't know Christ. I didn't know any of that. But I was just trying to fill a void, and you try to fill it with different things. And for me, you know, love was sex. And that's what I fill it with. I fill it with a lot of different things. But the biggest thing at the end of the day was no matter what you fill that void with, it runs out. You know, and the only thing that can really fill that void is Christ. And this is what I had to find. But I didn't know that in the process in the process, I was just doing what felt right. And if you didn't make me happy, I was going to be happy. Mm-hmm. And if you bitched and moaned at me enough and I didn't want to hear your mouth, fine. I, I'm done. All right. And that was just me. Now, some of y'all, you know, would say, well, you know what, I'm going to tell her before I leave and all that. And that's fine. That just wasn't me. It was just, you know, I wasn't trying to leave. I was just, you know, just just doing my thing. And that's just where I was at. You know, and some of y'all have, some of you have, but that's that's where I was at. I don't want to go back down that road. So, you know, I have to I have to put protections for me so that those things don't happen. Mm-hmm. People different ways. That's how I operate. And I, the way I do it is I keep myself out of situations that I have to, you know, that I have to, you know, 
<laughs> that I have to walk away from. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put myself in a situation where I got to turn it down. <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. That's like shooting pool, man. If anybody shoot pool, the object of pool is to never leave yourself a hard shot. Okay. And I don't have a problem. I mean, you could stack six pounds of crack cocaine on the table, and it would rot. I mean, I don't know if crack rots or what, but it would rot before it caused me a problem. That's right. You stack three fat naked women on the table, I got issues. You got issues. And I'm just telling you where I'm at. And, and, And some people say, well, what's wrong with you? You don't have Christ. You don't have this. You don't have that. I'm just telling you, I know. I got issues, so I'm not gonna put myself in a position that I got some fat chick saying, "Why don't you tap this thing?" Mm. Mm. Because Don't. for me, it's easier not to get into the situation. Because in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, "You damn right, I could tap that thing." Mm-hmm. And you might enjoy it. I would I'm enjoy real. it. First of all, anybody that tells you that sin is not enjoyable. Is a liar or an idiot? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sin wasn't fun. Nobody would do it. It's not that <laughs> sin isn't fun. It's the payment for the sin that's not fun. Mm-hmm. Mm. Say that. And uh, and 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 most of us are one good opportunity away from having, one good option away from having an affair. And you're only as good as your options. And we can sit here and talk about, oh, I ain't going to do it. I love my wife. Uh, well, that right option hasn't come yet. <laughs> that right option hits you in your face, you got a problem. No matter who you are, you have right. a problem. The biggest, the biggest have fallen to that option. The strongest have fallen to that option. But here's right the deal. That may not be your, your weakness. It may be something else. It may be crack cocaine. It may be stealing. It may be something but, you know, Satan ain't going to dangle something that isn't your problem. That's right. Like I said, he could dangle crack in front of me till it turned purple. <laughs> oh, but he knows he knows where, where my weakness is. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what he's going to dangle. I mean, you know, if you had a dude that was struggling with homosexuality, he wouldn't dangle some fat chick in front of him. He'd dangle some dude with a big butt, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> He's right. But it's true. But you're hundred percent correct. You know, so He's gonna meet you where you at. He's gonna meet that's you exactly right. where I mean, you are. I mean he ain't gonna dangle some dude in front of me because I ain't gonna do nothing. Yeah. I got one more monkey wrench if I made Mr. Host. This is my last monkey wrench of the night. If I ask each of your lovely wives, would she say that you're spoiled and don't even know it by being married to her? Mine would. Hmm? Mine probably would. Really? I think mine probably would. She would. I think mine would, too. I think I think every woman think that they um that they do something for us that that they really don't do and that and they don't know it. They like to think that they're up to par, but they sometimes they're not up to par. I mean, like they think that they're on 
level 10 when, if you ask us, they're on level 2. Level 2. <laughs> but we can't say that because if we say it, then it's going to cause a problem in the house. So we still we continue to make them think that they're on number 10. Yeah, because it's going to take us to level minus 5. Right. <laughs> <laughs> If we miss it, that's where we're going to end up. <laughs> we're gonna be, yeah, we're going to be out in the street. Yeah. You know, but I think that, and this is and this is what I think, and I'll speak about me. You know, if you marry a woman that has never been married or the example of marriage wasn't that great in their life, then they will do what, they think is supposed to be done in marriage, what society says, you know, wash the clothes, cook the dinner, you know, whatever, whatever it is, whatever it is, you know, surprise them on birthdays, whatever it is that society says is a good wife, that's what they're going to do. But it may not be the thing that floats your boat, though. It may not be the thing that makes you feel spoiled. You feel what I'm saying? But just like Darren said, you know, to keep the peace, you roll with it. You say, okay, well, I appreciate you cooking, and I appreciate you cleaning, and I appreciate you dropping my clothes off, or so whatever it is that you do, raising the kids right. And you just appreciate it and roll. But at the end of the day, it may not be the thing, like I said, that makes you feel like she's spoiling you, even though she feels like she's doing all these things that society tells her to do. But if there's never a conversation about that, that's going to eventually fall apart. There's no doubt about it. You're 100% correct. So and are they you, willing to transform? Are they a, right. After that conversation, are they willing to make the necessary changes and, and get rid of that brainwashing? Depends on delivery. Hmm. Well, it, 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 but it's two parts because it's probably on both parties. So while I'm bringing you to the table saying, look, you know what, this really doesn't meet my needs. This is what I need. That's what she's going to say, well, I'm glad we had this conversation because you've been doing this and this doesn't meet my needs. So we both have to be willing to transform at that point. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and most, most of us have been single. We know how to cook. We know how to wash our clothes. We know how to clean up. We know how to do, we know how to wake up in the morning. We know how to the the the, the the necessary survival needs, we all have it as men. Okay, So I think that what we need from a woman is something that we can't get on our own. You see what I'm saying? So you got to bring something to the table that I can't get if I don't have it. So that may probably going to be some intimacy. It's probably going to be some womanly touch. Some 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 Because I can't validate myself. So some validation as a man. Certain things that you can do to lift me up and be a cheerleader, that's what I need. Not the basic not the basic cleaner. I can clean up. I can cook. I can do all that. I can make reservations. I can go out to eat. So that's not saying much to me. But there's certain things that I need that either you can do it as a woman or only a woman can do for me. And I think that that, you know, once we get past that part with them, then they'll understand exactly what we need them for. Mm. Good words. (sighs) 
That's just my thought on it. But you still didn't answer the question, how do we communicate that which we know we can't communicate to them that they're not on the level that they think they own? I don't have an answer for that one, brother. <laughs> I wish I did. <laughs> because you don't That's want them to, you don't want them to, because you, you're thinking for, you, you're, you're aiming for um, a disastrous marriage if you don't bring it up. But if you do bring it up, is it still has the potential to bring your marriage to a disastrous point. So yeah. how do you communicate to your wife that you are not spoiling me like you think you are? Ooh, that's heavy, brother. Ooh. This time can only come out through prayer and supplication. Yeah, that might be the heaviest one. Yeah, you need to bring another person in <laughs> Counselor or something Got to pull that out Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times They think they're somewhere That they're not And we just don't want to tell Be the one to tell them That they're not Especially in the presence Of other people Sure Sure You know You're you, you, you with uh, you in front of other people And they say I do this for my husband And I do that for my husband And my husband Don't have nothing to complain about Do you baby mm-hmm. And then they look and at it and, 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 and right and right and it's all domestic stuff, isn't it? When they say that, it's always domestic stuff. <laughs> right. They talking about always, never the other stuff. They ain't gonna bring that up. Right. Always right. domestic stuff. And you want to pull out a really pair of hmm? And you want to pull out a pair of knee pads? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so what you're saying, Mr. Hose, is that to spoil is subjective. No doubt. So, you know, it's, it, it, it depends. It, to, if someone is spoiled, I mean, it depends on the person. Yes. You know, whereas someone, you could have a wife that, Think you know? No, her husband spoils her, but he never takes her to Aruba. <laughs> you know that she doesn't need yeah. that to be spoiled. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know. Yeah. I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. I'm, I just gave that example. Right, you know, right, because right. to spoil someone like like you know, like the example I gave, it might be warming up her car. You know, or it may not be in your house. I mean, you may sleep in under the covers and be like, I'll holler at you tonight. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's to spoil is subjective. You know, just like you um, washing the dishes every night. Yeah, yeah, and the, you know the example I can give is that you know I have two daughters, and mm-hmm. you know I could, you know, I spoiling them. If if I were to spoil them to take them out to eat, I would have to go to two different restaurants. And the other one would, you know, the other one would eat it. They'd be fine, but it wouldn't be like, oh, you know, this is the greatest, Daddy. Thank you so much. You know, one of them is like that, and the other one's not. The other one's like, well, I wanted to go to the other restaurant. That's my spot. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, the spoiling is is subjective. Sure, and 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 it's funny that you mentioned the daughters, because 
you can probably be nine out of ten things that you do for them, you'll spoil them. Because they're going to come to you and say, okay, this is what I want. This is what I need. And it's going to be crystal clear. This is what I like. You know what I like. This is what I want. This is what I want for Christmas, Daddy. Here it is right here. This place where I want to eat, this is where it real, real, real clear, and all you need to do is do that one thing and you can spoil your daughter. Ten out of ten times, probably. You know, when I go, like, my daughters, they tell me what store they want to go to, they tell me what they want for Christmas, they tell me what foods they like, they tell me everything. I already know it. So you show you ten for ten with them. Mm. But with the wife, it's something totally different. You know, it's just something totally different. And it, and just like Darren said, there is a disconnect. Because society will say, okay, do it this way. And nine times out of ten, that's setting you up for failure. Yep. Because it's good enough where they can say, hey, I do my part, but it's not tailor-made to the person that they're trying to spoil. Mm. Mm. So then, that, is that, does that make the man... Un- ungrateful because I heard a lot of times that you know when he when he always complains about what I don't do but he never give me kudos of what I do so it it, it it seems like you know and that that brings the fear to not want to even say anything because it's like well I don't want to mess what we got up now we ain't arguing in about three days so I ain't trying to piss nobody off right now. Mm-hmm. You're right. You know, so I, I just ain't going to say nothing. But that's not healthy. That's not healthy. I, I, I'll give you an example. And this may be a real-time example to some people that may be listening to this call. You got this wife, right? She gets off her job, or even if she works, she might be a stay-at-home wife. She makes sure that the kids are taken care of babies, and teenagers. She makes sure that the house is clean. She makes sure that the food is ready. Some of you have your clothes picked out, ironed for the next day. Your remote favorite magazine sitting by the couch where you're going to sit down and watch your TV when you get home. You know, all these things are done. By the time you get home, you eat, you do all that stuff, you sit down, talk to the family, everything, and then she's too tired for sex because she done did all those things, right? You can't complain that she's too tired for sex because she's been such a, 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 a domestic wife. She's done all these things. She's kept the house up perfectly. But you can't complain because your house oh, is Oh, yes, you can. But I hear you. I hear that you can, but it ain't going to be a large cry out. You know what I'm saying? Because then she's going to tell you, well, this is what the, this is the laundry list of things that I had to do. And that's why I'm tired. And then she's going to say, well, maybe you come home earlier and help me with some of these things, and then maybe I'll have time for sex. That's that. I mean, that's what it's going to sound like, right? That woman may sound perfect to her girlfriends. She may even sound perfect to your parents for all mm. the way she keeps the house. But at the mm. end of the day, you're still going to be looking outside of your marriage to fulfill your sexual needs mm. because you're at a crossroads. You can't really tell her that she's a horrible wife when society says she isn't. But you still have a need that needs to be met. 
Are you going to tell her, don't do anything in the house? Don't do nothing. Just wait for me to get home and have enough energy so we can have sex. Or you're going to say, I still want my meal. I still want my, my kids taken care of. I still want the house clean. It's very difficult to get both. So what you're saying is we we need to become Mormons? I don't have the answer. I'm just listening. <laughs> Come on, man. How many how, how many guys have gotten that? I'm too tired. I got a headache. I'm just I've been doing too much. I'm 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 too tired. I just won't go to sleep. Not every married guy on the planet gets that. That's right. That's right. It happened in the movie. Chris Rock took the Viagra. By the time he got up to the bed, she was out. Sleep. Hmm. Tired. Yeah, how do you get mad at that? I mean, just, I mean, I mean, you know, she did all this stuff. You know, she did it. She's tired, and and then you still want some. Hmm. Still have a need. At the end of the day, there's still a need there. I assume you didn't like my solution. I did like it. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, I just got one more question, and it's kind of right on the lines of what we're talking about. Can your spouse spoil you with sex? (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Can you sign me up for that one, Tony? <laughs> is that a question for now, or is that next week's topic? That's a question for right <laughs> now. No, that's a question for right now. For right now. Yeah, if she do all the little things, you like, 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 you know, I don't want, I don't know how detailed I can get, but if she do all the little. You can get detailed, brother. We grown men. If she do all the things you like, I don't like, say you want to swallow her, and your wife do that. Yeah, yeah that's spoiling to me, because that's what I like. And, you know, that's what you like. Thank you. Anybody else? Can she spoil people's sex? I mean, <laughs> I've talked to a brother uh, recently, and he told me that, uh, that his wife does everything, everything sexually, but it, it's still a turn off to him because of her mouth, because she talks too much, or because she's not submissive. So <laughs> back talk, back talk. Yeah. Wow. These and and that's a turn off. So it makes him not even want sex because he's not thinking about sex because the only thing he's thinking about is why she's not submissive. Wow. Okay, hold on. Can I be clear on something? Are we talking about submissive in general or submissive during sex? No, submissive. Uh, uh, all the other stuff, excluding sex. Like, oh. you know, it's, it's like it's, it's a turn off when she's not uh, compliant with just listening to him. Hey, babe, can you go to the store? No, I ain't going to the store. I'm going to the gas station. Well, hey, baby, can you go get some milk? No, I ain't going to get no milk. I'm going to get peanut butter. 
Well, hey, babe, you know, it's like everything he says is just the opposite of what she uh, uh, of what she does. You know, he she tells him to do he tells her to, or ask her to do one thing, and she got a million reasons why she can't. So that 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 turns him off to the point that he don't even want sex with his wife because it's just like, look, I just want a submissive woman, and that brings me back about to the point earlier. What I was saying is a lot of people just want what they don't have, and that brings people to cheat. That somebody who seems like that they're what their wife is not. Yeah. And it's not so much the booty, but it's, it's more so of just the, the fantasy of having somebody just to listen to you, if that's your problem. Sure. Yeah. That's where it starts, though. Just the listening part. And it's not always yeah. the sex. It's not always. I mean, with married men, I don't think it's always the sex initially i just think it's the the i can sit down and talk to you about what i'm going through with this marriage and you don't judge me and you right listen. you know what i'm saying and then once she knows that she's got his ear well he's got her ear then she knows that she can move forward and get the rest of it yeah because now his guard is down he's comfortable you know now what i'm interested in is if the wife is not giving you what she knows that she has to give you in order to for you to feel like you know hey you know um, this is something that my husband needs what is she willing to do since she's not willing to do it what is she willing to what is she willing to do since she's not willing since she's not willing to give her husband sex on a regular basis or as often as he needed what is she willing to compromise in order to satisfy her husband. Dishes? <laughs> Laundry? Laundry? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, what else is there? There is no substitute. But what does she expect, you know, for 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 her husband to do if that's what he's, he's requiring and she's not giving it up? Herself? Textbook. What is she's? You know, you, you, what you just talking about? You talking textbook? I'm talking real talk. What is? Is she's? Is she's willing to give up certain things since she knows she's not? Because, um, for example, my my uncle, his his wife, she says she she does not, you know, go down on on people. She's not going to go down on them. So he said that's something he likes. She said, well, you know. And they're not Christian, of course. Well, you know, not that I know of. But she says, well, you can go get it from all the mother, you know, hoes, but I'm not doing that. So she, she pretty much gave that? him. Yeah, she told him that. Wow. But didn't she know that before they got married that she wasn't going out there? Uh, well, that's the thing. She used to, and then she changed her mind because she said that's not. Oh, you can't change her mind. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Huh. Yeah. He him before he got married. <laughs> I saw the question. I mean, the reason you had to change your mind. I mean, no, no, no. She, no, she. It's like she, she did it, and she didn't like it, and he knew she didn't like it, but he still that's something that he liked. And then after they got married, she, he already knew she didn't like it but he wanted more of it 
when they got married, and she was like, "No, I, I, you knew I didn't like it before we got married." So, um, you know, that was she was like a, one of those, you know, on your, only on birthdays and you know, stuff oh like that. Oh my anniversary. God! What is that? That's like a little them. girl. That's like a little girl. That sounds like a little girl to me. All, yeah. Only on your birthday, I see, you know, oh, you know, I give you cookies, you know, you know, I'll get you a cookie. It's your birthday. I'm <laughs> like a child. Make you this cake. Make you this cake. Right. It's your birthday. So here's the question: Does he do it to her? Oh, I don't know. We didn't get that far, but he was just saying that. He was just saying that. Uh, he's that's that one side story, right? One side he's of the story. It. Yeah. <laughs> I was just shocked the fact that, that she she was willing to compromise with him on something that she said she wouldn't do. And she said she wasn't doing it, and she ain't do it. And he's like, okay, well, you know, I go get mine down the street. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. So, he so, ain't right, so. but he ain't wrong. <laughs> 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 it ain't right, but it ain't wrong. It ain't right, but it ain't wrong. That's true. You said I ain't, you know, I, you know, I ain't with you, but I understand. <laughs> right, that's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. So, Darren, Darren, um, yeah. I think that maybe one of the answers to your question also, what she may do for the alternative is probably take one for the team, because we haven't brought that up at all tonight. Yeah. Well, well, not that, not that, but she'll take one for the team. Like, you know, well, hurry up and get your rocks off so I can go sleep. You know, I'm not going to be, you know, emotionally associated with it, but you can go ahead and rub one off at me. You know how it is. Yeah. Uh, just later. Yeah. Just later. <laughs> yeah. You know. uh, most men are cool with that anyway, aren't we? Yeah, but I think that that's more. I think I believe that that's more detrimental than saying no at some point, because that really makes you want that freak that you know you ain't getting. That's you know that's that bad sex. It's like oh my goodness, you know, make you really want that freak. You're like man, that's not how I really like to get it. But I take it. Well, it ain't really like how I want it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how do we? How do we? I'm just trying to figure out what is the how do you fix that? You know, I've been in a in a room with a man and a, a husband and a wife where she she said, "Yeah, my husband get plenty," and 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 he's like, "Her?" <laughs> he's like, "Like who are you talking about?" <laughs> you know? Yeah, she in denial. But 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 he, he's looking and and she's looking back at him like you better not say anything or or looking at him like you know oh you don't oh what are you saying well you won't get so that even shortens it even more you yeah, know that who even who has that who has that much power and see that and right there is it I have a problem with that you're gonna tell me I'm not your child you ain't putting me on booty restriction. Well, tell me, oh well, you ain't really, you ain't gonna get it now. No, if it's the truth, if we're not doing it enough to 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 my likings, then we're not. Then be in touch with that and accept it. Don't go telling somebody that I get plenty of it and I don't. <laughs> you know, and then when I tell the truth, you're gonna tell me, well, I ain't gonna get nothing. Now I'm not your child. 
And I think that's a lot of times we're waiting around for permission. We're trying to sneak up on it. We're trying to f- figure out the best way that we can get some from our own wives, which is crazy to me. <laughs> they got too much control when it comes to that, man. You know, and that's why I said it's, and it goes back to my question. You know, are you spoiling your spouse by being faithful? Because there's so many other things that you can do. I think what what you what if a person whatever they do, they have to do it out of, out of out of respect for a higher power, vice out of respect for that woman. If anything, right. because at the end of the day, you know you have you you have a uh, an agreement uh, to 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 make sure that it's you're doing your part. And I often say all the time, you know, it's not my business how she treats me. It's my business how I treat her. And if she wants to treat me foul, then she has to take that up, you know. But I'm not going to treat her foul just to re- reciprocate you know, what she's not doing. Because I, I'm not going to be the one that's... I, I, I'm, I want the blessings to continue to flow in the house. And I know uh, what I have to do to con- to make that happen. Now, if she want to interrupt that, she can do it all she wants. But since I'm in charge and I'm the man, I have to do what I have to do to keep those blessings coming in the house. I have to do that. No matter if she gets in her feelings or not, I have to continue to do right by, you know, because I'm the man. No matter if she gives me booty or not, no matter if I, you know, if, I, if I'm if i able to get something tonight, I'm able to. If she's mad or in her feelings, then hey, I'm still going to pay the bills. I'm still going to, you know, <laughs> going to love her. I'm still going to not cheat on her. I'm still going to stay to my obligation of being a good person, a good man, a good husband, and the person that God expects me to be and not what she expects me to be or not turn into this this revengeful person because I'm not getting no sex from my wife. And I know it's hard. To, it's easier said than done, but that's it's, it just has, it has to be done. Um, it's against my better judgment, but I'm going to let you end this call with the textbook answer that you just gave us. (laughs) 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 Um, It's against my better judgment, but it sounds real good, so we're going to roll with you. (laughs) I'll tell you something. One thing I do not do is give textbook answers. You just did it. You did it well, though. I try not to. Because because that, that that don't help anybody. We're not in yeah. school. That don't help anybody. Sure. Sure. You know, but it does. But, it does because I mean it's true what you just said. No, I'm saying textbook answers don't help anybody because then you're lying to yourself. Sure. You know, but if I if but if I if I was to think any other way, then I'm gonna be thinking revenge. I'm gonna be thinking, you know what? You ain't gonna you ain't gonna do it. Somebody else will. That those those thoughts will easily enter in especially a man's mind. A man that can get any woman he want, or the man that can go out there and 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 old Tracy at the office is trying to look at him kind of hard, and then they and then she already you know uh, excited about the compliment 
Rodney made about, you know, um, filling his wife's car up with gas. All he have to do is just, you know, show a little bit of attention, and he know he can get that. It's easy. It's easy for us to fall into that. It's easy for us to fall into that. And and if we go with it and say, you know what, I'm gonna go over here, man. You gonna you're inviting a whole different problem. Mm-hmm. So you almost have to be a robot and think, I have to do this because, you know, if I don't, then there's gonna be some consequences. Good words. I normally don't do a conclusion either, but I'm going to go ahead and do this conclusion. Um, They say that beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And the same holds true to spoiling your spouse. Like tonight's topic is spoiled and don't even know it. I think that we have to find a way as married folks to find how we can actually spoil our spouse and tailor-make it to them, opposed to doing what society says are these things that people should be happy with. Um, Just like Rodney was saying earlier, you know, it's got to be something that they want that's going to make them feel spoiled other than you getting self-gratification for just spoiling your spouse. Um, and don't do it out of fear. Don't do it with any kind of of, of uh, agenda to receive something back. Just do it because it's the right thing to do, as Darren just said in his closing statements. But, again, that's it. Thank you all for being on the show tonight. We're getting ready to flip this thing in the open mic. Give us a couple minutes, and the switchboard will be switched over.